0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Wednesday, September 6th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Investigators at the St. Louis branch of the Children's Division are struggling with staffing issues, which created a backlog of more than 6,000 overdue cases.
1: I did not quit because of the content in the case.
0: I quit because of the case load. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines how the abuse and neglect backlog got so big and how state officials want to fix it. The federal government says nearly every county in Missouri does not have enough doctors to serve its population. A new state law would spend nearly $5 million on paying back student loans for health care workers. Nomin ujia has more.
1: Doctors, nurses, and other providers, including those working in mental and public health, are eligible for the program. Representative Kent Hayden of Northeastern Missouri sponsored the bill. He says the closure of two local hospitals last year has lost his community jobs and lives. A lot of people have died from this, you know, wrecks. Heart attack, strokes, babies. It's a catastrophic deal to a community. Missouri's health department says it's still deciding how the money will be awarded and how much each provider will get. I'm Nomi Nuji dean
0: Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker's administration is telling health care providers not to charge copays to low income undocumented immigrants with state health insurance. It also says any copays should be returned. The state announced the changes in an email to providers as more than two dozen patients and advocates spoke out during a public hearing. Speakers opposed the copays and other cuts to health insurance for undocumented immigrants. Adela Carline is with Illinois Partners for Human Service.
1: The administrative rule changes undermines the shared goal of achieving health equity in our state. These changes will exacerbate existing health disparities.
0: Illinois implemented cuts after saying medical care for immigrants was too expensive. The 2024 campaign season is officially underway in Illinois. Candidates began circulating nominating petitions yesterday to appear on next year's primary ballot. State Republican Chairman Don Tracy says the party must do better in Chicago and the suburbs by embracing early voting and securing more help. From small donors.
2: We've got to more than ever get all good conservatives Republicans off the sidelines and engaged in both voting
0: early, encouraging all their friends to vote early, and also helping out you know, with resources. Tracy says the party cannot compete with billions of dollars available to Democrats in Illinois. The state primary for the 2024 presidential election is set for March 19th. An effort by Boeing to secure millions in financial incentives for a planned expansion near St. Louis-Lambert International Airport is underway. Legislation introduced last night at St. Louis County Council would grant the company a 50 percent abatement for 10 years on both real estate and personal property taxes. The project would also be exempt from sales tax on construction materials. The county would issue $1.8 billion worth of bonds to fund the construction. Boeing says the expansion would bring 500 new jobs to the area by 2027. The company's request comes after the council defeated an effort to cap property taxes for seniors over concerns about how much it could hurt schools. Chesterfield City Council members have unanimously approved a plan to redevelop the Chesterfield Mall property. The structure will be torn down and replaced with apartments, businesses and shops. The Post-Dispatch reports demolition won't begin until at least late next year. Developers still need to receive approval for detailed construction plans. This overall project amounts to more than $2 billion in new development. One of the St. Louis region's most recognizable pieces of public art is receiving a $300,000 facelift. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah reports Laumeyer Sculpture Park is renovating its five-story flagship The Way Sculpture. The
2: 1980 sculpture by Ukrainian-American artist and editor Alexander Lieberman rises 65 feet in the air. It's made of 18 huge steel oil drums painted bright red. The sculpture's been repainted in the past, but after nearly half a century, it needs more repairs. The interior of two drums has corroded, and large swaths of metal need to be replaced. Workers used scanners and a tiny camera to assess the damage. Park curator Dana Turkovich says the park has a responsibility to maintain it.
1: That is literally art meeting nature. Um, And then that's where, you know, we intervene, right? We have to take care of it.
2: The repairs to the outdoor piece are scheduled to be completed by the late fall. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: The U.S. men's soccer team is training in St. Louis this week in advance of Saturday's match against Uzbekistan at City Park. It will be the first contest for the national team for Greg Berhalter's second stint as coach. He says playing in a soccer-specific stadium in St. Louis shows the continuing growth of the sport in the region.
2: Growing up in the United States, we've we've always viewed St. Louis as the, you know, the soccer capital of the United States, a, a huge tradition um, with its club structure and the players it's produced. And it's nice to be here, and, and most importantly, be able
0: to honor the people that came before us. U.S. Soccer says there have been 76 players from St. Louis on the men's national squad over the years. The team has been playing international matches since 1916. Thousands of child abuse reports come into Missouri's Children's Division every year. Many are investigated and resolved. The biggest outlier is the St. Louis area, where investigators are struggling with huge caseloads. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports clearing the backlog is a big challenge.
2: Last fall, Anna Riley read the newspaper and saw an article about a staffing shortage in Missouri's Children's Division.
1: I read the article. I said, this is something that I can do. This is a position that I can help in.
2: So she went to a job fair and was hired on the spot as an investigator who looks into accusations of child abuse and neglect in St. Louis and St. Louis County.
1: I loved serving my families. I loved being able to help people. Um, A lot of times it was just like a simple advice or like a, hey, mom, dad, you guys are doing good. Uh, Just keep doing good. Stay on track. You've got this. Um, And sometimes those three words or four words could just help a family,
2: like, uh, you know, maintain stability. Soon after she started her job, Riley discovered that her office was critically short of investigators. That meant that her caseload grew far beyond what she should have been handling. Riley reached a breaking point after she worked a weekend shift where she was given more cases on top of the ones she was still investigating. She realized there was no way she could climb out of her caseload, so Riley quit.
1: I did not quit because of the content in the case. I quit because of the caseload.
2: Riley's departure as an investigator speaks volumes about the troubles around the St. Louis office of the Children's Division, And some of the numbers that describe the problems are stunning. As of mid-August, there are only 16 investigators looking into abuse and neglect in St. Louis and St. Louis County. There should be 60. And there are 6,124 cases of alleged abuse or neglect that were not closed after the department's target of 45 days. It's a backlog that's alarmed elected officials, child welfare experts, and former Children's Division workers like Lazarus Jameson.
1: I firmly believe that, like, this is a huge problem that leads to unsafety and harm and death. Like, we are talking about literal lives, tons and tons of them.
2: So how did the state get to this point? Part of it comes down to how extensive it is to investigate alleged child abuse or neglect. Once an accusation is routed to an investigator, that person needs to talk to a lot of people. The person who made the call to the hotline, the person or people accused of abuse or neglect, and the child who may be at risk. This process can take a lot of time, especially since investigators have to physically visit people's homes. State Representative Carrie Ingle used to work as an investigator for the Children's Division. The Lee Summit Democrat notes that it wasn't unusual to go into a case looking for something specific and find other alarming issues.
1: I had circumstances where I would get a report of educational neglect and I walk in and there is really bad hoarding going on in the home. It is absolutely unsanitary. Maybe there are other children there that I that weren't even on the original report. Maybe there's sexual abuse going on. Maybe it's an open meth lab. Like these things happen.
2: Not all of the more than 6,000 overdue cases will result in substantiated abuse or neglect. Some are still open because investigators are so busy that they haven't filed the paperwork yet. Indeed, the average workload for a St. Louis investigator is 150 cases. Some have a higher number than that. A manageable caseload is supposed to be between 12 and 15 cases. Daryl Missy knows this. He's the director of the Children's Division. He does say if a child is in imminent danger, Children's Division workers will try to see that child within a few hours and make sure law enforcement is contacted. But Missy says the lack of staffing means that investigators are in triage mode. Things that are crimes and are are emergent, you you put on the front burner. And then, you know, the the Dirty House case, the educational neglect case, those things uh, may take some more time because you're not not thinking somebody's going to be harmed today because of that. While Missy and other officials see the 6,124 cases in the St. Louis backlog, as an unquestionable problem, they are making progress. Since June, the backlog has been cut by about 700. Governor Mike Parsons says the Children's Division can get a handle on overdue cases if they get enough people.
1: And I'm going from a law enforcement career. When you get a case file stacked on your desk, you know, at some point you're trying to get through case files and that's the wrong area. We want to have anybody in that position. We want to make sure they look at those case files, understand the fact of a case, and then understand how to take action.
2: Attracting investigators with bigger salaries is a problem too. The Children's Division cannot increase salaries based on the cost of living in a certain part of the state, according to Department of Social Services Director, Robert Nodell. That means that the starting salary for an investigator in rural West Plains And an investigator in suburban St. Louis County is the same, around $43,000 a year. Nodell also said that while the division has been able to hire more investigators recently, the new employees need time to acclimate to the unique and sensitive work. You know, even though we are seeing you know, some positive trends in terms of hiring in the St. Louis region. You know, we do, you know, those individuals have to be trained. This is, you know, very sensitive work. There are a lot of statutory uh, requirements that, uh, that that come along, so, you know, we can't just simply toss someone in the deep end of the pool. Lawmakers from both parties have praised both Missy and Nodell for bringing light to staffing issues in the children's division, and providing guidance for how to alleviate the caseload problem. Ultimately, Democratic Representative Rachel Proudy of Ferguson says the state urgently needs to find a way to pay investigators more. It's imperative for the children who are at risk.
1: The answer to what happens when we don't do it, though, is that We are going to create a bunch of broken individuals with a myriad of issues and trauma from having been abused and neglected and no one was able to intervene, and children are going to die. Uh, There are no two ways about it.
2: In the meantime, the Children's Division is holding a hiring fair every Tuesday at its Page Avenue office in St. Louis County. They're looking for investigators to help protect the region's children. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report, which is a collaboration with the Midwest Newsroom. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt.